Hi, my name is Elijah. I'm a college student. Hi, my name is Noah. I'm a middle schooler. We're brothers, and this is our podcast. High Five Club. Sorry. High Five Club. <laughs> well, in my favorite category, newsworthy headlines, which seeming to become a favorite of um, our five viewers, <laughs> our many, many listeners. Uh, first, for newsworthy headlines today, we have man makes jack o' lanterns. Well, I think actually what you wrote here is man makes jack o' lanterns. They look cool. Well, they so, do. Noah, tell us all about these cool-looking jack-o'-lanterns. I'm sure our audio listeners will love to hear all about those great-looking jack-o'-lanterns. So we have um, a website called goodnewsnetwork.org. Sounds like a trustworthy source. And we have the best inspiration for your jack-o'-lanterns might come from this retired man's eight-hour masterpieces. Okay, so this guy... Is retired and he has so much time on his hands that he just spends eight hours making jack-o'-lanterns? He spent 20 years carving hundreds of intricate jack-o'-lanterns. He has, he makes 60 a year. They're foam, so you can keep them. And he basically just makes detailed drawings of uh, these jack-o'-lanterns. Like, he carved pirates into them, and they look really impressive. Oh, he's making them out of foam? I didn't even realize well, that. I think it's a foam thing, and he, like, made a spooky Mickey, Spider-Man... Maleficent. Yeah. Wow. Um, those are pretty good looking. Ours are usually just like we do like the typical triangle eyes. Smile face. Smile face. We stick a candle in it. Or we don't even use a candle half time. We use those like flickering. Beams of. Battery powered things that are just made out of plastic, I think. And they don't actually light it up. It just gives the effect that it lights it up. It's like sticking it. A flashlight inside your pumpkin and imagining that that's providing Light. the same effect as a candle. I don't know. What are jack-o'-lanterns supposed to be for? They keep like... Scaring do away. they keep away ghosts? or? I don't know. They scare away ghosts or something. Is that just for decoration? That'll be something that we'll have to do on ne- put on next yeah, week's episode. Our spooky focus episode next week. All Hallows Eve spectacular. Actually, no, it's going to be the 30th. In two weeks, so oh. there's movie theme. Yeah. Oh, right. L- literally on Halloween Eve. We can definitely do that. We'll do lots of spooky. We'll give you some good spooky ideas. If you were hearing some audio ooh, issues, ooh. yeah, some ooh, ooh, ooh in that last segment, we apologize. We have someone in our household who's practicing their online choir <laughs> lessons right now. So that's why you may hear that, but we've taken care of the situation by. That oh, sounds terrible. We took care of it. That sounds terrible. We didn't do anything harmful. No, we just sent them to the backyard. Okay, so famous birthdays. No, this is usually your favorite category, but it's particularly because we have a really big star who's yeah, having a famous so, birthday coming up. Um, the big star's birthday is on Monday, and it happens to be my birthday. Woo! Oh, happy birthday, Noah. Yeah, I'm turning 13, so that's pretty cool. Wow, you're going to be a teenager? Yeah, so now it's going to be... Hi, my name is Elijah McCloston. Hi, my name is Noah. I'm a teenager. No, you're still literally a middle schooler. That's not going to change. Are you sure? Yeah, what are you looking most forward to about being a teenager? Just being able to be called a teenager, not a tween. A tween? I remember... What a little tweeny tween you are. I think tween was so big when I was, like, turning to a teenager, but I don't hear people say tween as... I think people even call teenagers kids now, right? You're not a kid, though. You're a teenager. Or, or like it will be like that but it's sort of like like it will be like a 19 year old and they'll say like adult or they'll say like you but it will be like a 11 year old and they'll be like you rotten teenagers 
you're on teenagers get off my lawn <laughs> that's the grumpy old man yeah shaking shaking their cane, their cane. oh you rotten teenagers i'm calling the cops after this or like they'll be banging the trash cans over pow pow, pow. <laughs> yeah you have to like skate past it go oh be quiet old man go back to your rocking chair or Go back to the rock that you live under. <laughs> well, that's that's something to look forward to, I think. Um, so yeah, about being a teenager, being able to wreak teenage havoc across yeah, across the totally land. Totally rock on. I don't really know what else you can do. I think you can finally sign up for like social medias or something. Yeah. So I don't know if you're gonna actually sign up for any social media. Nope. Because basically, social media today is just full of politics and. and- that's a perfect segue into our next segment. What's this next segment? Politics. Yep. So there was two. Ta- so instead of actually having a debate because the nominees couldn't, I don't know what was happening, but they were like, "No, we don't want to actually debate each other because." Well, it's kind of pointless to debate. Well, then the American people can make up their mind. Apparently, there's lots of people out there who are still undecided about How this. How are you language. undecided when voting's literally going on, though? Voting's happening right now, and so we would encourage anyone who's of voting age or anyone whose parents are voting age to please go vote. Early vote um, would be great because that way you're not waiting in line on election day, but if you can't make it out until election day, make sure you go vote then. So basically, yeah. they hosted these two town halls on opposing networks, and so like one of them was on ABC and one of them was on NBC, and they were just like... Whoever got more viewers won. I, I guess that's how it worked. Well, how do they determine who you got who? Well, I got an email from... I, I get, like, entertainment reports. And yeah. I think that um, Biden's one on ABC had 3.1 million more viewers than the other one, which was on, like, NBC... NBC... Yeah. Sp- whatever. Sports. Sports channel or... Uh, so MSNBC, that's what the news one's called. Do you even know, like, how many viewers were watching? Was it a lot of people? Well, one of them had three million at least. But that <laughs> one had one viewer, the other had three million one viewers. So I don't even know what the point of these were. I obviously didn't watch them because I mean I already know who I'm voting for. So there's if you really don't no. Don't know who you're voting for. Then maybe it's useful. But how are you gonna watch? Should just have one TV on NBC, well, one on ABC. I think that's part of the problem with that they were at opposed. They were on at the exact same time, and I think a lot of American politics is so like you. You don't you always see the debate ads, and it's like so-and-so versus so-and-so the epic battle you have to watch it's like built like as a wrestling match or something like but how am i gonna watch both channels at the same time exactly so i don't think that's great for politics also they have the supreme court nominee um what's her name amanda something i'll look it up real quick okay yeah we we should actually let our viewers know i was i wasn't actually going to talk much about this but that's actually something really important that's going on right now um because they're replacing rbg already right before the election so that's something that's kind of controversial whether they should be allowed to do it or not and they're replacing her with a very conservative judge and so that's another thing like the supreme court is very like liberal or conservative it's very politicized what did i search just search supreme court nominee i think it's like amy barnett i'm pretty sure that's her name and she had like some big moments or something like she held up like an empty notepad yeah amy barrett amy Amy Coney Barrett. So that might be the next, next Supreme Court justice. On September 26th, he intended to. Well, I think they all have to like vote, you know? Didn't you learn in your cons- your class this week about... What did no. you learn about? I don't know. 
the um, <laughs> de- the Constitution we learned about and the amendments. And you didn't learn anything about the three branches of government? Yeah, legislative, judicial, and mm-hmm. something Your else. teacher is not going to be very happy about that education. And that... my teacher actually listens to our podcast, so... <laughs> Okay. All right. Moving on to current events. You want to talk a little bit about current events? So the current events that are happening. Oh, no, Ty. We're shilling for Apple again because we need current events and it's a current event. So if you're watching this and you need want to help our podcast, make some current events happen. Okay. So people... We don't have to show for Apple. So like, I don't know, do a cool skateboarding trick off a ramp or something. Okay, but I, I think that would go news or the headlines, don't you think? Okay, well then, I don't know, lead a charge of people that want to play more video games. Okay, so our current event this week is that Apple released the iPhone 12. There's four new models this year. There's the iPhone 12, iPhone 12 mini, which is like a little tiny baby one. So it's good for you, right? For little babies? It's for you, little 12-year-olds. So then we can have the iPad or the iPhone Pro and the Pro Max. The only difference... Well... Like like the sucker I am, I order the new iPhone every year. He probably ordered all four and then no, decide sometimes which I order. Okay, well I ordered three phone cases and then I'm gonna decide which one I want. But he, I ordered the. He pr- only orders from a company if they have a return policy. <laughs> I know you got to get use those return policies. So I ordered the iPhone Pro, which has the additional zoom camera, which I really like, and it can also record in Dolby Vision, which is really good. Considering I'm a film major, I love that. But the new iPhones they have a new design. They come in some really nice new colors, I like think. Like blue and the blue and green is very nice. Exactly. The screens across them are all improved. They're like yeah. OLED screens. They don't break as easily. <laughs> well, I know you need that because you've shattered your phone. I, I shattered my phone literally one day before I got a new one one time. And it, you were going to sell it, right? Yeah. And then I was like, well, I can't sell it. So I had it in my closet for like a year before and I was like. And then you replaced the screen. So now I own it. Oh, is that the one you have now? Yeah. Oh, you so, get my little broken phone. Well, hopefully Aww. I'll get a new one. Okay, I don't think that's happening. Head. I don't like that. And so, um, yeah, that's that's basically the update on iPhones. It has this new magnet on the back that I think looks kind of cool. Like it looks like the iWatch shirt, Apple Watch charger. Yeah, and it's basically the same thing as the Apple Watch charger. It's just bigger and bulkier. It's like kind of cool looking. Like, and I guess you'll be able to like snap on like different phone cases chargers you can snap in your car like while you're driving you could snap on like a pop socket or something (laughs) bless you (laughs) it was a cough and they also released the homepod mini which i guess is supposed to be like an alexa and uh like we just set off so many people's echoes an echo dot yeah it's really small and it's that one okay that's speaking of iphone mini that little homepod mini is cute they, I guess they're just like the word mini now, and so they're making little tiny, tiny iPad versions. mini. What's going to be next? The iPhone 13 mini. Mini, yeah. iPhone 13 Pro Max mini. <laughs> they might skip 13, though, because it's an unlucky number. Yeah, they skipped 9 already. What's up with that? Maybe. But you know Windows? Know. Like Windows, like the PC yeah. service? They also skipped 9. They went straight from Windows 8 to Windows 10. Get some love for nine here in the chat. Yeah, let's hear it for nine. If you're listening to this, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Rate us nine stars. <laughs> What's our Friday sports update, Noah? Okay, our Friday sports update is, well, you didn't add anything to this, but I added that. Yes, I added something. Oh, history, 33 points. Okay, just tell us okay, what it is. Okay, MLB, 
there was so there's four teams left. In the MLB? What the is this for? MLB. World Series? World Series. Didn't the Cubs win last year or something? No. No, they won like four years ago oh, last year. That's the last time I watched baseball. The Astros won, I believe. Don't hate me if it's wrong. I'm not sure. I don't watch baseball, really. But there's four teams left. It's the Astros versus the Tampa Bay... What? Lightning. Tam- no, that's no. that's hockey. Tampa Bay... Mar- Mariners. No. I'm, that's Tampa Seattle. Bay Dolphins, Tampa Bay Pioneers, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Subtropics, Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays. Oh, isn't it that dolphin that's jumping through a sun? Yep, I think so. What a great logo! Whoever designed the Tampa Bay Rays? No, it's just a, it just says Rays. That's. Oh, I remember because when we went to Disney World, yeah, there is all that Tampa that merch for like the Rays, like everyone there like the obsessed Tampa, with the Rays. Okay. Also, and the Astros, the Houston Astros, yeah. Okay, I have so all what do you names. have to say about this? I have the last name <laughs> for all of them except Tampa Bay. And then it's the Dodgers versus the Braves. That's just. Oh, you're saying those are the only teams left in the World yes, Series? Yes, they're having a semifinal, and whoever makes it goes on to the World Series. Oh, and that's not the only, like, final end of a, a thing. They're actually, the WNBA... Which is the Women's National Basketball Association. Yeah, Seattle won a title um, that to the women's Seattle team. And they cemented the largest victory, according to the New York Times article, in the history of it. How many points did they win by? 33 points. So if I can look up the score, I mean, it probably wasn't super high scoring, but W. It was probably high scoring enough where it was probably very lopsided. It was, it was, you said it was, is it, was it like the final final? Yeah, they said it was the final final. Seattle won the title. So, is it, there's, oh, yeah, they won the the last game 92 to 59. That's a, that's a huge margin. That's, but they. I would even go venture to say that was the largest victory ever (laughs) in history. But they, they were crushing they were crushing their thing. They won. Uh, going into the semifinals, they didn't lose, if I'm right. Let me see. And this is right on the tail. This WNBA win for Seattle yeah. is right on the tail of LeBron James's win. For the... Uh, Just Cav- last week, right? Yeah, the Cavaliers. Um, or you no, mean the, the Lakers? Lakers? The Lakers, sorry. Okay. But, yeah, so... Uh, also, going on to the thing... Uh, winning lots of things but this is the reverse tying back into mlb the seattle mariners yeah which is another team in seattle have never ever been to the world series like there's some been some teams that haven't won it but at least made it but they haven't even made it to the world series the world series of baseball yeah so that just tells you either they're really bad or they're really unlucky because you didn't even haven't even been a final two team in the history of how they've been here Maybe Seattle is only good at women's basketball and they're no good at baseball. Maybe. Moving on to art, Elijah, what do we have in arts this week? Well, I think this is a good continuation of our conversation about art going to private sellers rather than museums. We just had the most expensive art piece, remember, a couple weeks ago that was sold to a private collection. And And we also had a last week, Helen Frankfeller sold her carousel. Three million dollars exactly to a private seller, 
and the museum is selling their collection. In this case, something that would normally go to a museum, a science museum, is a T-Rex skeleton. It actually went to a private collector for $31.8 million. I mean, if you have enough money, if you have that money, do you really need to be spending it on a T-Rex skeleton? I mean, that might be really cool, but do you need to be spending it on that? And wouldn't a T-Rex skeleton be much more useful in a museum where scientists could study it? I mean... Rather than, like, what? You're just going to display this your in your home? Your kid goes, look, it's a skeleton. <laughs> yeah, it's like they're... What did they're... you get me for my birthday, Dad? I got you a dinosaur skeleton. Cool, expects a little thing. Hat, walks in, has his whole room covered in bones of skeletons. Honestly, that's how those things happen. The person, like, the person puts it outside in, like, the backyard and, like, the kid uses it, like, to play on or something. And, like, it breaks. I mean, it's not going to be preserved. Well, I'm sure it'll be preserved. Someone's spending that much money. But it's kind of strange not being a museum. The last time something of the equivalent... Well, maybe they'll buy it and then sell it to the museum for, what, like, 35 million? Or maybe they'll just donate it. Sometimes that happens, too. But why so would they the push the price so high? Pay. I don't know. What, that By the way, so... The millions of dollars, does that go to the archaeologists that dig it up? You know, it didn't say who had owned it beforehand, before how this so like, got up for auction. Whenever archaeologists are going, the person that digs it up, that's technically their skeleton, right? So when they sell it to a museum for $10 million, they get the $10 million or they spread it accordingly? I think those people are actually hired out by the dig site. Because, you know, like, when they evacuate, like, maybe, like, a pyramid in Egypt... The government of Egypt owns that because they yeah. own the pyramids. They're in charge of that landmark. So it probably went to a government wherever the fossils was found or whoever but, owned that land. But the it was government found, like, must have paid something to the archaeologists or something. Right. They're probably a hired team yeah. who's hired out. They have a set rate and they get a bonus if they find something or something. Exactly. The last one of this scale was the Field Museum in Chicago, which we've, yeah. we actually visited the dinosaur um, back in December. Its name was Sue. Um, they had that whole new exhibit for it. Remember we went in? It was huge. It, it's giant. And that actually sold for $8 million back in 1997. So, so that's still a lot. That's still a lot. But I looked it up. The equivalent of that was about $12 million today. So that's still... So that's not really a lot compared to what that person paid. This person paid like tri- triple. Three times how much yeah. they paid. And, and what... Some other museum yeah, news. Some other news. Ireland is thinking about locking themselves down again for the virus. Mm-hmm. I guess it's really bad over there. So starting... Whenever that article was written, I think it was written... It was written four hours ago. So 6 p.m. today, mm-hmm. uh, whatever time zone Ireland is in, the museums are being shut down for four weeks. So no museum in Ireland will be open for four weeks. And that's big just for Ireland. That's the start of like another lockdown, basically. And... Museums seem like a place you could go. Well, I guess it depends how small it is. Or the hand, if there's hands-on exhibits or not. Like hands-on maybe exhibits. Maybe just viewing stuff, but maybe the glass can attract. Like if you touch the glass, some other kid touches it. Our museums are open here, but like they just opened the Dino Dig at our science museum. But I don't and know. I don't know if like like we have, we haven't we have memberships and we haven't even been because it's kind of like that's a lot really of contact points. Is that really something that you need to go? out and do not really like there's plenty of stuff you can do here exactly okay moving on to entertainment uh the 2020 tony nominations are out and there was 36 eligible musicals that could be a that we're gonna open this that year we're gonna open and be like they could have a chance to win something but only half of those um open so if you're one of the half that opened you have a higher chance of getting that and typically the way these things work 
is the better shows wait to open until closer to the awards. So basically, it was all the shows that weren't really as good. But they still have to win because they obviously have to give off the award to someone. Exactly. And so there's about, I think I read there was four original musicals that premiered this year on Broadway. And out of those, three of them were nominated for awards yeah um you actually had a better chance if you got lucky and you opened before the lockdown of broadway well, which then, is now going on until may 2021 broadway's gonna be shut down well then you would get a huge chance and the best actor was well usually there's a ton of best actors in this really tough competition because that's the best actor in any musical exactly but aaron trevette they denied was he was the only nominee for best actor so yeah, there was other people that obviously were actors, but they didn't think they were worthy, I guess, of getting it. There was one other Not even a nomination. Guy, we'll mention here Chris McCarroll, and he was the star of The Lightning Thief, which we love The Lightning Thief. Yes. But we haven't we did we missed the musical, I think, when it came to to our town. But um now it opened on Broadway and he's a younger actor, but they completely snubbed him. They didn't even give him a nomination, even though they could have like they should have just could've. given it to him. So now Aaron Trevance, the only actor, but he cannot, he doesn't even, like, automatically win. 60% of the people have to vote for him, so 50% say, I don't really like him. So he only gets 50% vote. He doesn't win. So he might, he might be the only actor nominated, and he still, still might lose? That, that'd be the worst thing to me. Could there be, could you ever think of a worse loss than that? I mean, maybe losing to, like, a three-year-old. Well, even at losing to three, you're like, oh, well, that three year old, they really brought it this year. They sung the best three year old actor on Broadway this season. Maybe losing it because, oh, I can think of a worse way. Tell me. You getting called up there, going on the stage, and then them calling you back down saying, no, they won. That sounds familiar to what happened to La La Land, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, but that is worse. I feel like that'd be worse because you won. <laughs> But you didn't. They say, Aaron Trevitt, our winner. And they say, actually... He only got 59% of the vote. Sorry, Aaron, you're not getting it. I'm sure everyone was going to vote for him. He's actually a Broadway stable. I I had never heard of him. But he, he actually was in some of those, you know, those live musicals that they used to do where they would have, like, Grease Live or yeah. they would have, like, I don't know, what they have, Footloose Live? I don't know. He was in Grease Live. He was the star of that one. So he's a big actor. Yeah, like, especially I don't think he, has he won anything yet? I don't. I don't think so, but he's been in a lot of popular Broadway shows. Like, so maybe it's Aaron Trevette deserves it. I think he does, and he was in um, Moulin Rouge the musical. So yeah. keep your eye out for. Some, I I never watch Tonys, but maybe they'll be fun this year. Maybe they'll do some like at home performances. Maybe we'll see. We'll definitely watch Aaron Trevette see if he wins. We've got to see Aaron's acceptance. I'm sure he's already writing it now because he's like, well, if I don't get sixty percent of the vote, then I quit. I, yeah, he can have a whole, like, funny spiel planned out. So that'll be a lot of fun. So our Great British Bake Off recap for the week, Lash, you want to start us off for this? Yeah, there was some pitiful news for you, I'd say, this week, Noah, because one of your top picks... Rowan. ...got kicked off. He was eliminated. He, he was the worst baker this week, and... He was I'd just, agree. He was bad. He was just too bold. And he was always his trying. flavors were just middle of the ground. So I have changed my second fave. I'm still going for Hermine. Um, Hermine could win it. She's still very talented. She got a Paul Hollywood handshake, which basically means hers was better than anyone's. Yeah, that famous Paul Hollywood handshake is it means you did an exemplary. So it, yeah, that's such a big deal if she got the handshake. He's only given like a couple in history. Remember they had a funny skit at the beginning where they pulled out... They pulled out Paul Hollywood's 
hand. It was like this fake, like, from a dummy hand. And then, like, they tried shaking it, but there was, like, a bunch of power from it. And then Paul comes in and said, have you all seen my hand? And he just had, like, a stub of his arm. It was, like, one of those little tiny plastic joke hands. Yeah, and it was, he had, like, his arm in his shirt, and he had, like, a little, like, Barbie arm sticking out of his arm. And he said, you guys know where my hand is? It was a very funny joke if you watch the show. Um, what was this week? It was bread week? Yeah, and honestly, it wasn't great. Everyone kind of did a little bit bad. Yeah. So, um, that Rowan, now that Rowan got kicked off, I like Mark with a K. Um, he's from Ireland, and he has a cool accent, and he seems like a pretty cool dude. Mark with a K, his soda breads that he made for the first challenge, he had to make soda bread and butter. He made, like, this pub, Irish pub bread or something, which looked really good, that chocolate one, and then he had, like, that herb one herb or something. One, yeah, it looked really good. Then there, Mark E one star baker this week. Mark with a C. One yes. star baker. Um, I don't know. I guess his was fine. Well, they had rainbow bagels, which no one did good on. They had to like boil them and then bake them in the oven. And they looked like rainbows and they looked Ew. really disgusting. Even um, Paul Hollywood's perfect ones that he like showed like, here's how they should look. Look horrible. Not They're, great. It's just full of like food coloring. Yeah. So they also had their showstopper scenes. So they consider gingerbread, gingerbread, bread. So they basically made gingerbread. No, that was for last week's, remember? It was? Yeah, the showstopper scenes were those they ones. Had to make a, oh, they had to make a bread plaque this week, right? A bread plaque, yeah. So basically you had to make a plaque about something that was famous to you. And so they made like, someone made Theater, tomato bread and it was like a tomato tree from their mom's garden. Um, Like a just a plaque of theater or something. Oh yeah, that theater one looked cool with the curtains. So, and they were kind um, of your favorite made a one out of what did Pete? Oh, Peter made that city one, but it wasn't very good. And he covered. I think it looked good. He covered it with like poppy seeds. But they or said something. he was in trouble of getting eliminated. Okay, but I think they were just saying that Peter was in trouble of getting eliminated because they wanted some drama on the show. Peter's not gonna get eliminated. He's gonna win the whole contest, and then so. you're gonna be sorry that you picked Hermine. But Hermine's and gonna win. Mark K. Hermine is gonna win. Be sure to call in our hotline. Our number is 9494. Hi Club. Also, that equates out to 949444. C2 5UB. So 949444258. And if Noah confused you by just saying that, you can just click the link that's in our description. You can also text that number or email us at highfiveclubpodcast at gmail.com. All U.S. mobile phone carriers can text the number in the description below. Thank you. I think even non-U.S. phone carriers can text that for free. Are you sure? I don't know, but I don't want to tell you. If you're listening in England, it might charge you 10 cents. Also, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, tell your friends and family, leave five stars. Our podcast is anywhere podcasts can be found. Um, us on, no, anywhere good podcasts can be found. Yeah, anywhere all those bad podcasts, we you can't find our podcast there. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at High Five Club Pod. Uh, drop us a follow. We post news about the show. Uh, we'll make sure to post every time uh, update it goes live or a show goes live or if something happens like we can't post that week. So yeah, that's pretty big. Have a great week. We're sending you a virtual high five right now. And uh, we'll see you. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah, we will. Sorry, I had a brain fart there. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.